0: Still feel bad for scribe because our Lord says, you're not far from the kingdom of God. That's like not the thing that I wanna hear <laughs> after I'm talking to our Lord. I'd rather hear, hey, welcome in, you're here, you made it. Uh, and like, you're doing fine. Um, but the Lord says, so it says to him, you're not far from the kingdom of God. No, it's not totally bad. I mean, it's not like he's you know, way far off. It's not the woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, that we get everywhere else uh, in the scriptures. Uh, and yet there's something, something lacking. Something lacking about uh, this, this man's uh, approach and something lacking uh, this, that about, about whatever his understanding is uh, in the end. And yet God does say, uh, you have answered with understanding. When Jesus sees that he answers with understanding, uh, the response is, okay, you're not far. You're not far from the kingdom of God. Our Lord's commands about uh, love today uh, are reflecting, uh, obviously, everything that, that, that God has, has prepared Israel for and prepared all of us for in the Old Testament. Uh, the first uh, commandment, the greatest commandment, a reflection of the Shema, which we heard in the first uh, reading today. You shall love the Lord your God with your mind, heart, uh, body, soul, and strength. And it's funny to consider that uh, our Lord commands us to, to love him. Normally we don't think of, of love as, uh, as a commanding. I mean, how do you, how do you actually command somebody uh, to love you? It seems like not the way most relationships are supposed to work. Um, and yet it, it invites us into a deeper reflection on the nature uh, of love, doesn't it? Um, because if love is only a feeling, it makes it hard to command. I have some influence uh, over the way that I, that I feel about things. Uh, and yet, uh, love is the sort of deepest uh, kind of sense of things, the deepest way that we give ourselves to to another. Um, it, seems, it seems strange. We know that we can grow in our affections. Um, and... The way that happens is that we, in fact, uh, discover that uh, what we're commanded to do actually actually brings us a, a certain amount of joy. So think about um, children uh, in the house, and they have to well, have to, have to trust their parents in certain kinds of ways. They have to be able to, to respond to what they give, and as they live according to the commandments, as it were, of their parents, they begin to discover that you know, it's, it's, it's actually, is a good way to live. Um, I discovered that that was the right way to act. It happens uh, with coaches, it happens with teachers, um, it happens with priests, and even more, it happens, uh, hopefully, it happens with, with our Lord. Uh, as we respond to his call, we discover that living the, the commandments of God is something that, that is actually uh, fulfilling uh, and, and brings us uh, the things that, are, that, our, that our hearts desire. And so we can ask then uh, what does it mean for us to love God with our whole mind, soul, heart, and Strength. We can talk about loving God with a whole heart. Usually we think of emotions or affections there. Um, But just this is going to be more along the lines uh, of of loving God with a complete sincerity, meaning like above all things. So of all the other possible things I could give myself to, to, I've placed God above above all of them. It's a healthy reflection for us, uh, I think, on a regular basis. It's all of the distractions uh, that happen in the modern world. Um, Do I actually... In the way that I act, in the way that I choose, in the way that I pray, uh, do I actually place God above all things? Do I seek Him first uh, and foremost? Uh, I'm called to. I'm called to pray every day. I'm called to follow His commandments. I'm called to make seeking Him the, first, uh, the, the, uh, the primary reality of my life. And to love Him with, with all my soul is understood in this case as the uh, affections. Uh, as Again, as I follow the commands of God... I begin to discover um, that He has shown me how to find fulfillment and meaning in my life. It's the meaning of all of those commandments. Uh, and so as I trust Him and follow Him, uh, I begin to love Him with my whole soul, uh, as well with all of my affections, everything, everything that God has placed within me, with all my mind. Love of God isn't, isn't just a cultish kind of a following. Um, the love of God seeks the truth, uh, because He is truth. Our Lord says that of Himself in the Gospel, and the way, and the truth, and the life. It has to be something that is coherent and, in that sense, reasonable, um, but something that also uh, demands uh, my, my, my whole self. And, of course, to love God with all my strength. We know it's hard to do the will of God sometimes. Uh, and, yet I have, to play, I have to put the effort into it. Uh, and uh, that's, that is, again, part of the call um, to love God above all things. He also references um, today, uh, again, that, that Shema, that, the Lord your God is, is one Lord, and I think that's something important for us in the modern world to begin to reflect on. There are many who think that it's perfectly okay to dabble in other kinds of religions, especially the, the Eastern pagan religions, as if all religions were created equal. We always consider other religions to be a preparation for the gospel, preparation for the fullness of the gospel. Um, but they are in fact superseded by the coming of Christ. They're superseded by the gospel itself. You know, when people begin to dabble in other religions uh, and and especially pagan things and all the all the New Agey stuff, the, the, again the paganism, the psychics, and the witchcraft and the Wicca, and even even yoga um, has had uh, lots of issues. Um, Freemasonry is another one. Um, all these all these things um, begin to open people up to the movements of spirits that we can say are frankly not, not angels. Uh, and, and as I've had to pray with people and work with people in various ways, so just, just some of the things that begin, that begin to come up, uh, and so I offer that uh, as a particular reference to the gospel today, to say that God is the only God, and anything else out there that is moving in a spiritual kind of a way that leads us away from the God who, who has revealed himself in Jesus Christ um, is not coming from heaven, and it's something that we ought to be uh, aware of, and leads people into spirals and cycles of darkness and evil, um, that really uh, is, ends up being extremely detrimental, um, and can lead us, uh, again, uh, totally away from God. Among all, of the, all those other religions uh, that are out there, there's only one founder uh, who himself claims to be God, the only one founder who himself rose from the dead, uh, and that's our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and so he is the one um, who I am called to love with my whole mind, heart, body, soul, and strength, and the one in whom I get to place my trust and confidence. It's also fascinating briefly to note that in order to love God, I have to love my neighbor. He says, whatever you do to the least of my brethren, you do to me. Somehow this love of neighbor is made, uh, is placed on the same plane as, as loving God, although it remains the second commandment. So what is love of neighbor consist in? Oftentimes confused, I think, in the modern world with social justice, which is just a political concept which tries to establish economic sameness. Um, we are rather seeking the good of the other. It could be done poorly. All right, this is for your own good, you know? It's like, so it's a line that, that doesn't always just res- uh, resonate well with us. But it says it well in the Gospel. He says, he says, love your neighbor as yourself. Or he says it elsewhere, the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you it helps us to be attentive to the needs of others and not just what we think uh, they need in order to be to be better uh, we can see that the, that the seeking of the good of another really does include um, bodily goods as well most of all we seek the proper and in fulfillment for all persons which is what god seeks for us by giving us the greatest commandment right we seek christ for others not just to, con- to just not, not just to convert somebody rather um but in fact to love them It can mean challenging people It can mean encouraging them I mean preaching the gospel. It also means living the gospel. And so this scribe who asks uh, the question at the beginning, the one who our Lord says, you, you almost get it. He gets the idea. He gets the concept. The thing he doesn't get, though, this is why um, he's only not far from the kingdom um, and not quite in it. He doesn't quite get that the kingdom is Jesus Christ himself. Even the gospel says it. Whereas the Lord says, we love the Lord your God with your mind, heart, soul, and strength. This guy says, well, uh, we only respond by talking about his, his heart and his mind and his strength. He misses the soul. He misses the, the affections. And I think that's because he doesn't realize uh, that the one he's called to love, God himself, uh, is standing right in front of him. It's God who is someone who, with whom he can have a deep and real and intimate of, uh, of a relationship. For us, as we turn to the altar, um, many Catholics, it's been shown in studies, don't realize that God is standing right in front of them here in the altar, in the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, he is the one with whom and in whom uh, we are called to have this deep and intimate and full relationship, he calls us, to uh, a relationship of trust. Uh, we're called to worship him and, and to love him, and in him, in him, find everything it is that we need.